Gobble, gobble, that, this is Mickey. What can I do Hi, for I you? Hi, I was just wondering if you guys have any Black Friday deals. Oh, yeah. Let me check out here. You sure you don't mean Black Christmas? We have both the 74 and the more current Blumhouse. No, I mean, do you have any like Black Friday discounts? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I see Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going. Cool. That's a throwback. Boris Karloff. Bell Lugosi. No, I mean like Black oh, Friday. No. Well, yeah, no, I see. Yes, we have, um, there's a movie with Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa. We're gonna, we should be getting it this week. I can put you on a list. No, what I mean, wait, did you say Devin Sawa? God, I used to love him. Like, anyway, um, what I mean is what? Black Friday shopping discount deals like you mean black friday shopping like the discount day like the yeah no okay <laughs> we are not going to be open on on black friday of all days we are not going to be participating in the consumerism and capitalism of this country after thanksgiving holiday you do not go to bed early and wake up 4 a.m. Go stand in line for hours and hours and hours wow. waiting to get in and buy crap you uh, don't want or need just for a 20% discount. We're not going to be putting discounts on our video rentals. Man, here you just kind of pay what you pay anyway. I don't know why you're even like asking me for deals on things that we have here. We're not in it for the money, man. Whoa. Okay. Uh, so no, I will not be participating in Black Friday. I will be sitting... At my house, watching a movie marathon of some of my favorite horror films. Because that is not consumerist nor capitalistic. It's just good, all-American or all-Canadian fun. Okay, so you know I actually rent a lot of stuff from you guys, right? Yeah, sorry about that. I may have overreacted a little bit. I get worked up about Black Friday. I wish Marika would have answered the phone. Yeah, me too. Guys, I just got off the phone with somebody. This happens every year around this time. They called me and asked me if I had any Black Friday deals. I cannot stand that people would think that we would be open on Black Friday. Yeah. I mean, we do provide entertainment, and that's what people yeah. like on their weekends. Yeah. And I don't know. I know. I know. Yeah. It's like we, we, we've made it very clear by being one of the last holdouts of holding on to this video store that we obviously do not care about profits, about consumerism. <laughs> Yeah, my bank account. My bank account is a testament to that. Yes, prices are the prices. There's no deals. The reason I called the staff meeting is because you know, as you know, I want to conduct our annual giving of thanks before we shut down for the holiday. <laughs> Your wait, 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 wait. We just need to clarify your annual American giving of thanks. I, I actually have this. I have this taken care of. I, I promise you next year or the next, we will, we will do a Canadian Thanksgiving, but this year we're sticking to the U S Thanksgiving calendar. Um, I know, I know we've yet to do a Canadian Thanksgiving, but I promise we will do a Canadian mm -hmm. Thanksgiving at some point. Mm -hmm. Are we going to do a Canadian Halloween? Those usually line up. That's when you get a girl and you, uh, no, I'm just, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> what is a Canadian <laughs> No, Halloween? don't. <laughs> no, I just made don't it up. I that. made it up. Mm -hmm. I did a Canadian Thanksgiving to him. <laughs> Give him the good old. I gave him a good old Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> or a, a Canadian Halloween. So can I ask you, Marika, because Canadians are so nice. Kind of every day's Thanksgiving there, huh? Fuck you. <laughs> do you guys do like turkey and dressing and cranberry sauce? Sass? Cranberry sauce? <laughs> we certainly don't do no cranberry sauce. <laughs> Mickey, where did that come from? Is that how you say it? <laughs> I feel like that's what Canadians call it. 
We'll get our cranberry sauce. Is that how you say sauce? You ask Marika. It's Canadian. I was doing a Canadian accent. Oh, oh. it's as good as your it's as good as your British. <laughs> um, we we didn't do cranberry sauce at my house, but that just might be like a case by case thing. That might be like an English thing too. Cranberry sauce. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll do like we do turkey and mashed potatoes and that kind of stuff. It, it's it's very similar or almost exactly the same as as an American Thanksgiving. I mean, no. <laughs> it is nowhere near as as sacred as American Thanksgiving. Do do you guys have like do you do like like we have traditions like you know somebody dresses up like pilgrims, somebody dresses up like Indians. People don't do that. Michelangelo, did your family ever do that? Yeah, they they used to do it. They, no, they, yeah. you're pulling my leg. No, no, I mean no. not necessarily. When we not were kids, we had like the dinner, but like at school, you dress up like pilgrims oh. and Indians. You do like a dinner with pilgrims and Indians. You put on plays about pilgrims and Indians. Do you guys do that? First Nation or natives, Native Americans for sure. I feel like we have this discussion every single year. But anyway, uh, our our Thanksgiving is more about the crops than the whole like mm, once the upon a time there were. First Nation peoples, and we all got along and ate turkey together. Sacrifice a virgin. So it's it's like a, a harvest festival almost. M- more something so, more yes. akin to that. Okay, that's really okay. cool. So do you have like, is do you have something around October? Around is Halloween also like a harvest thing, or is is that what Thanksgiving is and and Halloween is like more of the the spirits sort of stuff? What I mean, Halloween is Halloween, and Thanksgiving well, is just a Sunday where we have dinner together. Okay. And it is every, gotcha. like the first Sunday of every, what is I it? I think it's the second Sunday in October. You think? Yeah. That's how important it is. <laughs> that's how big yeah. it is. Hold on. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. This Hold is why on. we keep pushing okay. off doing a Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> Shut up. You're like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, look, it's a Sunday in October. Just everybody chill out. We have lunch. <laughs> Wait, I'm actually looking it up. <laughs> Oh, it's on a Monday. Second Monday. Second Monday. But you're probably celebrating on Sunday. Did you miss school when you were a kid? You get the day off, yeah. Huh. Okay. That's nice. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, we get, a, we get like almost a week. I mean, we get like a... I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys put it on Thursday just so you can like get a four-day weekend, but whatever. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty American. Hey, American paid four-day weekend. I'll tell you another thing American about us. We take, we take a, a holiday that's about having thanks for the bountiful plentiful tables that you have and then we back it up right next to another modern holiday where it's just going out at four o'clock in the morning and beating each other up for the most expensive piece of junk you can possibly find for christmas because you think you might get twenty dollars off yeah and it all stems from like genocide it's it's terrible america (laughs) see we should celebrate canadian thanksgiving Anyway. Okay, so every, every year here, like, like what I like, we like to do is we like to come with thanks for the things that, you know, um, over the past year or things we haven't touched on in a while and just give thanks to the people and things that have kept the horror genre alive in our hearts. So I'm going to go ahead and get started in giving some thanks, and I want to just start by giving a special thanks to... It's a... It's a <laughs> oh, dear. It's, a, well, it's an ensemble. It's um, the cast and crew who created... The Ghostbusters franchise. Now, hear me out. Now, I know you're thinking, that's not really horror, Mickey. But for an eight-year-old Mickey Miller, Ghostbusters 2 is the whole reason I got into horror. It's the reason I went and uh, got either Cinefix or or, uh, Fangoria. 
and I read about how they did the Statue of Liberty effect. And it turned me on to movies, turned me on to horror films, even though I know it's not a horror film. It has some horror-adjacent themes. But um, I can truly say that Ghostbusters 2, not the most successful in the series, um, but it made me fall in love with acting, movies, directing, um, effects, just everything. I could, it was my patient zero for getting me involved in the things that I do now. So I give a special thanks to those guys. And it's apropos uh, considering the fact that Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out uh, this Thanksgiving weekend. Don't know if it's going to be any good. I will obviously be getting a seat and going and seeing it. But um, but yeah, I just want to, you know, you guys wouldn't know the Mickey you met in New York City had there not been that Ghostbusters 2 playing that summer in my little town of Kilgore that altered my life forever. Wow. That's right. amazing, man. Yeah. I've never, I, it turned me on to movies. I, I just, it, it like all summer long, it was on my mind when they fall into the sewer and they're in that pink slime and they get out and they're like laughing and getting angry and all these things are happening. And for an eight year old, I'm like watching these adults act silly, but also act like serious fight monsters um, the Statue of Liberty, the music at the end. I mean, look, you watch it now, it doesn't play as well as it did when you're an eight-year-old, but it was beautiful, man. It was like the city was singing along, everybody was joyful and happy, and I just walked away being like, how in the world, this cannot be somebody's job. Nobody's job can be this fun. And that's when I went and I found, uh, like I said, I can't remember if it was Fangoria or Cinefix, but they did a, a, like a three-page spread on how they did the Statue of Liberty effects, and I was like, no, this is not just one man's job. This is like a whole slew of people's jobs. This is what they do for a living. And from that point forward, I spent the rest of my life when people ask me, what are you going to do for a living? I'd say, I'm either making movies or I'm going to be a rock star. Rock star was my backup plan. That was the back. That's a good backup plan. Yeah. So I still haven't had to fall back on my backup plan. So that's good. Huzzah. <laughs> Did you have any of the uh, uh, um, Ghostbuster toys when you were a kid? I had all of them. I remember waiting on my... Um, my uh, Oh my gosh! For some reason, it's escaped me. What's the pack called? <laughs> this guy—it changed his life, but he can't remember the proton pack. <laughs> the proton pack. Yes, I, I asked for the proton pack. I believe it was that Christmas because the uh, the VHS came out in that November, and I remember begging for the proton pack. And it was the first time I realized the the truth of Santa, because when I went under the tree, I got everything but the proton pack. And my mom said the elves said that they were backed up and couldn't make a proton pack but you will be getting it later this year and i was like okay i was like that's that can't be real <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so ghostbusters is my is my patient zero it is my my ground zero of of what became my life's work all right Amazing. thank you ghostbusters too thank yeah. you ghostbusters too <laughs> that, that never been said before, by the way, by anybody. Thank you, Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go around. So that was my first Michelangelo. Um. Okay. So I kind of broke mine into categories. Three, three, <laughs> oh, three categories. Christ. I'm not gonna. We, not gonna uh, we gotta get home to our families for the holiday. I know. I know. You're all night. So I know. I got three categories in the first category. I mean, I, just honorable mention. Oh God! Just get to it. <laughs> Honorable mention. I gotta say, we haven't even started yet. <laughs> very thankful to my mother. Oh yes, Michelangelo's mom. Thank you. Yes, I think that goes you, around mom. around the you. horn. Agreed. Yes, of course. 
Um, but my, my first pick is uh, sort of like a, a writer's category, and that's uh, Anne Rice and Stephen King. Um, um, Anne Rice for... Um, I sort of taught myself to read with Anne Rice, uh, the vampire novels, um, and then Stephen King, just because, like, I just, I just, I've, I read his stuff all the time because it's like highly entertaining and weird and funny and scary and, you know, they're not always, they're not always great, but a lot of them are really good. Um, so those, th that's where I'm starting with uh, uh, Stephen King and Anne Rice. All right. I'm going to jump in and just say that Stephen King was my next one I was going to say. So we're kind of killing two birds. Oh, wow. On that one. All right. Stephen, Stephen King is in there because I, I'm telling you, The Stand was like uh, probably for years was, was I thought nothing could match the storytelling of The Stand. Um, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, I've read that three times. Yeah. still I still read his books. Um, I still like, I like, I love his audiobooks. When Rob Lowe is reading Stephen King's work, it is my favorite. What, what has Rob Lowe read? Uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Go back, listen, he does, I think, two or three stories throughout the, okay. it's a collection of short stories, but Rob Lowe does, um, some of them. And Rob Lowe is just, he has a brilliant reading voice. I, I love it. Oh yeah, it's great. It's, it's a great, great reading voice. And, and with Stephen King, he's fantastic. I also I highly prefer um, Stephen King to read his own work. I have some of his audiobooks where he reads it, and he is especially his book on writing, which is yeah. not, you know, oh, um, I love that book. yeah, yeah the, the that book is amazing, and the audiobook is a really good companion piece to it. Mm -hmm. If you like the book, he just like him reading his work. I I, I adore it. I love it when he's in stuff too because he's like such a hammy actor <laughs> over the pandemic i listened to the audiobook on your guys recommendation and it was great and i think that we're giving a shout out to stephen king we got to give a shout out to stephen king's wife as well which which uh um audiobook on writing oh yeah. On, oh yeah yeah carol carol king right tabitha king tabitha tabitha yeah king. she's yeah without without her there is no him yep. i mean also if we're doing that then shout out to his son joe hill um, fantastic writer. Read his books. Great recommendation. Should, I will check it did out. Did you ever Joe Hill? Did you yeah, ever I'll check it out? Did you ever read Full Throttle? No. By mm -hmm. Joe. It's like a collection of sh short stories. And I think there's one or two in there where he works with like he wrote with his dad. But the foreword to that book is one of the best, like it's the best thing about the book. And it's just him talking about like his dad. And growing up with his dad and, and, and how, like, when you hate your father versus when you love your father, because he has a very loving relationship. And it's like how, like, when you hate your father, you actually fall victim of all these, like, things. And w but when you love your father, it frees you up in this, like, a really amazing. Anyways, it's beautifully written. And, and like, if anything, just read the forward to the to full throttle. Thank you, Joe Hill. Marika. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen King and Anne Rice. Marika, did Joe Hill write Lock and Key? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have read Joe Hill. Actually, Marika sent me Lock and Key a couple years ago. So I, I do know Joe you Hill. You sent him Lock and Key? I didn't what? send it. No, I didn't send it to him. He came to Canada and I bought him the first book. Oh, what? Guys. I'm jealous. 
I mean, I did come up and go see her in Canada. And you were at her wedding. And, and I did go to her wedding. <laughs> and, uh, Let's not I go mean, down this road again. Okay. 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 Marika, um, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for DVDs and uh, Blu-ray discs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is that is pretty broad. Yeah, that it, it, quite, that's our that's part of it, our income. Is it, it though? Is. is it broad? I don't think it's broad. I think that it's very specific because you know we are outliers. But tell me that there's anything better than watching a movie on a DVD or a Blu-ray and then being blown away and then going, "Ooh, what are the special features?" And yes. then you get to like watch special yes. features and then mm -hmm. even if like the whole infrastructure of the world wide web vanishes in an instant, you can still watch your shit. Yeah, own your true. media people, own your media. Yeah. Very important. I... So DVDs, thank you. Boom. Suck it. There's an empty hole in my watching experiences when they're not accompanied with special features and other like mining mm -hmm. that you can do into into because it is you know the art form of filmmaking is is so much more than just the finished product and sometimes the most fun you know we, we can talk about like uh the island dr moreau has a great uh documentary um of course apocalypse now uh, in, the, in the heart of darkness a great documentary there's just there are great companion pieces to all the films we talk about all the films that we sell and the dvd was a place in which they really were able to fit in a lot of extra content that i do feel a lacking of in like today's modern viewing experiences thank you dvds thank you dvds and Blue thank Rays. you dvds who's next mickey well actually i want michelangelo to go again because oh yeah because you stephen i hit king. your number two yeah my um, stephen king so, so this next, uh, uh, I'm very, I'm very, very thankful for uh, Deborah Hill, John Carpenter, George Romero, and Tom Savini. <laughs> oh my God! Whoa. That's okay. one less. Wow, right that is that Jesus is crazy. You, you say I'm broad with DVDs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That was like, okay. I like how you fit them all into one category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one okay, category. So Deborah Hill, John Carpenter, George Romero. Did you say Tom Savini? Tom's, of course, Tom's me. And was that it? That's it. That, okay. that was it. That was it. I narrowed it down. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. <laughs> no. Uh, and especially on the hill, De uh, on that list, uh, Deborah Hill. Deborah Hill, uh, uh, the unsung hero behind all of uh, Carpenter's like classics. Uh, and you're right. There's no John Carpenter. There's no Halloween without Deborah Hill. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. There's no Lori Schrode. There's just there's there's so much lacking without her being in the in that mix. And of course, George Romero, Pittsburgh legend. Yeah. Love him. Tom, Tom Savini, Savini, Pittsburgh legend. Pittsburgh legend. Yeah. Love them. Look at Makes me proud I, to be where I'm from. I can't tell you I can't tell you how many speaking speaking of uh what Marika is thankful for, you can't find Dawn of the Dead. I mean, you can find it on YouTube and watch it for free, but it's not gonna be a good version. Uh or or, or I mean a uh, very good quality. And, um, you know, because the rights are tied up like a motherfucker, it's really hard to come up. Like, you have to have a physical copy of Don. You can't own it digitally. You have to own it. Phys you have to own the physical thing. Um, and I'm a very big fan of the extended mall hours cut. Um, that's like around three hours and, and change just because I love living. I love just being there that whole time. I like living in that world. 
There's something very comforting about the zombie apocalypse. I, in a mall. In a mall, Black Friday, all that oh, stuff. Oh, it's I all was coming, coming around. I was literally at the Monroeville Mall yesterday for a Christmas extravaganza. What? Yes, I went to the Monroeville Mall right now. For a Christmas extravaganza? So hear me out, okay? Listen, my parents moved close by. They're living down the street. They love a good, whatever those things are, those big Christmas... Extravaganzas? Your highly religious parents like Christmas? Interesting. (laughs) Can you imagine? No, but uh, all these booths are set up, and there are people from all... uh, People from, like, Michigan and Buffalo, and all these people from all around come and sell their tchotchkes their christmas stuff ah yeah it's one of those and it's 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 actually in the monroeville convention center which is connected to the monroeville mall but the monroeville mall obviously is where they shot the uh uh, dawn of the dead the original and george romero's bus is like right there when you walk in and it's super cool so you got to come to pittsburgh you gotta check out the monroeville mall i mean it's we're gonna do we're gonna do a live show in pittsburgh people oh yeah pittsburgh at some gonna happen gonna happen we're gonna have guests like george romero my mom's gonna be there Perfect. We're gonna ha- we're gonna be showing the uh, the um, uh, original uh, unearthed version of uh, the Wicker Man. <laughs> yes. We go into that further in a week or so. Uh, that that episode hasn't come out yet. Uh, thank you, all those people Michelangelo mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sure. Marika, number two. Um, I am thankful for mass casualty powder. <laughs> what? Please explain. You guys know what that is. Quick clot? Like the stuff you put on the clot blood bleeding? What's quick clot? It's like a mass cas powder. You well, I mean you put it on wounds to like immediately stop bleeding. Oh no. You're talking uh, like some kind of like sci- uh, special effect. Production. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So cool. it's this product that's made, I think, just by Ben Nye, who's you know very good special effects makeup company. Um, and they make this mass casualty powder. So you'll get a bottle, like a bottle of this super highly concentrated blood powder. So three ounces will make a gallon of blood and it's Whoa. used in film when you need like large, large quantities of blood in a scene. But like, obviously you can't have gallons and gallons of caro syrup or any other kind of blood. Um, and I am, you know, I'm a big fan of the extreme splatter, over-the-top, bloody, you know, special effects in a horror movie. I love when people explode into a mass of gelatinous goo. That just makes me happy. And that probably wouldn't be possible without the mass casualty powder. So thanks, mass casualty powder. Thank you, mass casualty powder. Not a sponsor of the podcast, but I'm open to it. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have a bunch of that at the video store. That'd be great. I mean, the problem is that it does, like, it says that it quote-unquote doesn't stain, but it kind of does. Like, it'll stain your skin. So that's the one downfall. Um, But who cares? You know, you got to make sacrifices for your art. It's got to be better than the, um, what is it, caro syrup? Caro syrup. But the the problem is that, like, you imagine mixing up, like, 20 gallons of caro syrup. It's super expensive. It's it's, like it's a pain in the ass. Well, not 20 gallons, but I, I've worked with the caro syrup recipe, which is like the evil dead recipe. And it's yeah. fucking, it sucks. It sucks because you have to like, if you get covered in it, you have to stand under a hot shower for like yeah. an hour for it to get off of you. Yeah. So. But I'm sure the, the, the um, mass cast stuff is like a lot fewer calories. A lot fewer. Oh, it's, it's keto. 
<laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's keto. And uh, Marika, did you? Um, we have some photos of you, sort of like in a cowboy hat, all bloody on Instagram. Is it? Or is that the? Uh, is was the blood made from that? No, 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 no. You only use you only use mask casualty powder when you're literally like hosing okay. people down with blood. Okay. Because it's 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 fair. It's I mean, last time I bought it, I remember it being relatively expensive. And it's good for large quantities, not yeah. for like small, you know, it's, it's got its place. It's a very niche product for, to, to answer to a very specific need. Yeah. And, and a shout out to the unsung hero, Ben Nye. Ah, uh, Ben Nye, man. Ben yeah. Nye. I just bought some Ben Nye stuff. For, for really? what? Work. You know, just like makeup stuff for work. Oh, like, like for the video at the video store. <laughs> for at the video store, I gotta have a light, you know, foundation on. Oh, to make sure okay. I'll, I thought I you meant people... like, oh, I bought a bruise wheel or like. Yeah. I thought, you, yeah, got it. I forget that Ben Nye makes like normal actual makeup. makeup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't exist in my mind. People expect a certain amount of excellence from myself and also also sometimes maybe i'm like mickey's mickey's been grabbing my arm and look at the bruises on my arm or yeah, or, or okay. like you remember that time mickey i had a rash on my neck and i got out of work yeah uh marika hooked me up with some special <laughs> effects makeup that's I mean, a true story by the way story. marika literally <laughs> not at the video store but marika i wanted to I, when we were younger we were in acting school in new york i, I didn't want to go to work at urban outfitters <laughs> So Marika put a rash all over my neck for me so that I didn't so I could like have Saturday off or something. Okay. So I'm I mean, thankful. That's what friends do. Yeah, that's what friends do. They put a fake rash on your neck, a believable fake rash. And look where you are now. I I could have really used that money actually right now. Um <laughs> Mickey, what's your third what's your third thankful thing? Okay, my third thanks is definitely going out to an ensemble as well. It's just like my first thanks. Um, this, these two people have probably meant the most to my horror loving in the last couple of years than anybody else I can imagine, and that is uh, Marika and Michelangelo. Oh, you two guys, you kind of like, I'll be honest with you, know, when you got young kids, horror films kind of slide away from your regular watching because you're watching like Pixar and you're watching every, you know, Disney show every night. And you kind of, I, I honestly, you know, even working at the store, it wasn't enough to like kick me in the ass and say, dude, keep up on your films, keep watching. So you two coming out of the, the woodwork and saying, let's get together in the basement and do this thing has been just so such a blessing for me in the last year, especially. And, you know, I'll give it to Michelangelo. This guy, he he always finds something interesting to say, something interesting to watch. You know, you're just you're just a great dude, man. I have so much fun talking with you about all these films. And Marika, if it weren't for you, I can promise you this store wouldn't even exist. Well you guys probably would have burnt it down by now. With farts, farts, with and farts. zippo lighters, <laughs> with silent but deadlies that catch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so I, again, I can't tell you how much you guys mean to me. So you know, I give you a special thanks from from you know me to you. Well, thank you. Well, that's gonna make my next pick sound really dumb. Yeah, because you're gonna do some inanimate object <laughs> that has no soul. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. 
<laughs> Michelangelo, what's your what's your what's your uh, what's what's your third thanks? I was doing the same thing you did, but you did it already, so I'll do my uh, backup pick. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'll do. That was very sweet. Thank you. Um, my my third pick was is uh the horror host, specifically Elvira, Joe Bob Briggs, and and Sven Gulli. Sven Gulli is the Chicago horror host. Uh, the horror host holds a special place in my heart. They're the person who takes you, like, like takes your hand and says, "Hey, it's okay. We're gonna watch this scary movie, but like, it's 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 all gonna be all right, and we're gonna make some jokes, and like, we're gonna get through it together." And um, uh, there's just something magical when you watch a horror movie with a horror host. I mean, I I, I I'm a I'm a part of Shudder. Just because I love Joe Bob Briggs, I, I I watch everything Elvira puts out, and and uh, I try to catch. I used to when I lived in Chicago. I used to like people be like, "Hey, you want to do this thing? This you know on Saturday night?" And I'm like, "I I got to make it home in time for Svengooli." I don't know. Did you guys? Did you guys have? Um, did you grow up with the who is who is who were your horror hosts? So um, I didn't actually grow up in Pittsburgh, but I'm familiar with this particular person who everybody in Pittsburgh loves dearly, and that's Chili Billy and his Chiller Theater. Um, mm. he, he also he's also in Night of the Living Dead, and he's just a horror staple here in Pittsburgh. And uh, you know, I will say, even this past Halloween, you know, at night when we go to bed, uh, we have this channel. I can't remember what it's called, but it's on Sling. But you know what it was? It was Elvira shows, like old ones, like her original nice. shows. Yeah, and. The thing about those hosts is that they do two things really well. Number one, they make a bad horror film good. Mm-hmm. Elvira, it's always funny, you know. Yeah, and Joe Bob Briggs is like, like man, he's he's a he's a a film journalist by trade. Yeah, originally, you know, so he's huge insights. And then the second thing they do, and which more appeals to me when I was younger, they make. They remind you that this is a fun movie. This is not to be like like let's face it, Friday thirteenth is not meant to be taken so seriously that you should be lying up all night scared that some guy's gonna hack your head off. Yeah. And I mean they're fun films, you know. So I, I you know, the host always made that very you know, they they realized that for me. Yeah. Marika, did you grow up with one? No. Is that is it like an American thing? Maybe? Um I just I feel like there just wasn't that just wasn't on TV. I don't know. I no. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, horror hosts. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, but no. No. That's a bummer, man. That is a bummer. It's such a special, wonderful thing to 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 grow up with. I mean, I I'm I'm okay. No, yeah. no, Marika, no, Marika, no. no. Okay. You have a big missing hole in um, your life. A huge hole. A cool. huge hole. Good, good to know. <laughs> you got a jack-o'-lantern sized hole in your heart. Be right. Filled. Yeah, be filled by horror host. The horror host. Yeah, horror yeah. host. <laughs> good to know. Marika, what's your what's your final thanks? Um, final thanks is Debbie Rashawn. Debbie Rochon. Do you know Debbie Rochon? No, please enlighten me. Oh no, my god. I do not either. So she um she's a scream queen. 
Um, She has been in 264 movies. What? Which is crazy. Uh, I discovered her when I was watching television. And I'm assuming this was probably on like cable access or whatever. But it was this really hilariously bad movie called Playmate of the Apes. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so I watched it, and then a couple weeks later, I was on a film set, and she was there, and I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> you're Debbie Rashawn. But she's like, you know, she started in the er in the early '80s, I think. Um, and she's just done a bunch of like the craziest, wackiest, you know. She, okay, example: she was in a film called Tales from the Crapper, or Dr. Horror's Erotic House of Idiots. Amy Bloodbath. Uh, there's, you know, just the titles you're like, oh, you know exactly yeah. what you're, yeah. you're getting into. She's done a lot of work for, like, trauma. And it's just, like, okay, it's these terrible horror movies that are, I mean, some are just straight up terrible. But th- some of them are just, like, bad enough that they're great. And I appreciate that. And she yep. has, you know, had a long career, uh, is still active, is still doing a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, she's in pre-production for Slumber Party, Slaughter Party 2, New Blood, <laughs> um, Vampire Santa Chronicles. Just. <laughs> yeah. What's the number one Debbie Rashawn movie you would recommend? <laughs> I mean, she, she would not be happy with me saying Playmate of the Apes. She didn't seem particularly proud of it when I was like, hey, I was watching Blame the Apes last week. Oh. I do know who she is now. Yeah, she's she was in a um like a trauma documentary that I watched. Oh yes, most likely. I know that she was in at least one of the Citizen Toxie Toxic Avenger movies. Oh, okay, yeah. Um Romeo you, like, you... and Juliet's Return to Newcomb High. Again, yeah. Chainsaw Cheerleaders. Like, it's just, if you looked her up, you'd, you'd know her face, I think. Um, but yeah, I think she's great. And I think that we need to uh, thank Debbie Rajan for all her thank work you, Debbie and all Rashawn. these crazy off their rocker movies. Yeah. There you go. Debbie Rajan, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, over the holiday weekend i'm going to force myself to watch one of these debbie rashawn films i'll try to find the one there's so i was in one with her and then i did makeup for one that she was in and so i'm trying to remember what it was called i'll whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you were in a movie with her i mean i had i literally say one line i don't care that's what's the movie i want to watch this movie now that's the movie we should all watch oh my god marika I mean, you'll never find this movie. I don't care. I don't care. I will search high and does low. Does it have a scary British dude in it? <laughs> it does not. Uh, it's called In the Woods. Is it a Tromo film or what? what is it? Like what? In the Woods. No, no. No, it's like an independently produced. Um, I mean, I don't think it exists anywhere. Oh, I'm going to find it. it uh, I say that it might is be it on. Lost it in might the be woods? on. No, no. In the Woods. It might be on YouTube. Anyway, whatever. Don't watch that movie. 2005? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. I found the IMDb. Movie I found the IMDb. Movie night. Oh, wait. I also did the special effects for that movie. I'm just remembering that. 
Marika, okay, so why is this only coming up now? What? What? The yeah, hell? this is how prolific Marika is. She forgets. I was in this movie. I did makeup I for did it. this like thing with Debbie Rashawn. I'm not credited on IMDb, so I forgot. <laughs> oh God! Screw <Sorry>. IMDb. <laughs> I've lived a rich life. Okay. <laughs> This is what happens when you don't have a horror host. You forget stuff that you were in. <laughs> okay? Maybe. This, but anyway. This is amazing. You do so you do live a rich life. Listeners, watch. <laughs> you got a lot of good stories. Watch In the Woods starring Debbie Rashawn and Marika. Yeah, I think I literally say, I, oh my God, I also, I also put on a really bad Southern accent for my line. Love and it. I don't, Ooh, I don't it. remember if I was the one who's like, oh, I should have a southern accent, but it's so bad. I hope that you were the one that thought of that because it's a brilliant so character choice. No, but it's bad. <laughs> if I'd have done it well, that would have been a whole other bag of chips. But oh, anyway. I love this. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like your grandma watching this. I'm gonna be like, just like I'm gonna rewind you oh, seven times and watch you dear. over and over and over. God. Anyway, so thanks. We're gonna Debbie make Rashawn. a poster for the for the video shop. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're gonna put this one. It's gonna be in a special case. You know, it's going to be like, you know, you can't rent it. It's just there for display purposes. No yeah. one can ever watch it. <laughs> I do have a copy. I do have a physical copy. So Ooh, you have you a have physical, physical copy? copy. I do. Take a photo. Take a photo and send it to me. We'll put it on uh, Instagram. Is, is it with the box cover where it's like the house in the woods and the red kind of like light? The... Yep. Oh, ho, 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 ho. yep. I cannot so. wait for this. And I'm also going to, yeah, this is, this is good. This is great. See, this is why we have these staff meetings. <laughs> to unearth <laughs> shit that I forgot. <laughs> Thanks, Debbie Rashawn. Thank you, Debbie Rashawn. Thank you, Debbie Rashawn. Guys, that rounds it out. I want to say, you know, happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Please have a, I realize, Marika, this is not your Thanksgiving, but you can just spiritually be there with us as we celebrate our Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy your time with your family and your loved ones uh, enjoy the time off this weekend we're going to close down the shop and we will be back after the Thanksgiving holiday happy Thanksgiving everybody happy Thanksgiving ah, happy I'm American planning. Thanksgiving <laughs>